It's the shop on the Daily Shuffle. And now, here's Chip Souza. Little chilly outside today. Look at a little rain, a little mist going on. Where would you rather be than curled up and cozy and warm listening to this show? Yeah, this uh, this is why we call it basketball season. It's indoors, it's, man. It's indoors. But you know, a couple weeks ago we had basketball games that were rained out, basically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So so anything could could happen. So I'm Chip Souza today, joined by Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, and Ricky Fires is here. Got his cap turned on backwards. You know, with Ricky with the cap on backwards, it's like Garrett with the, with the shirt sleeves rolled up. You know, it's serious business when Ricky has, has that cap on. Down back. to work, man. Absolutely. So we got a good show lined up for you today. We're going to talk a lot of basketball, and uh, we're going to start with some great games that we saw last Friday night, been, you know, almost a week ago, but still good news. I was lucky enough to be over at uh, Centerton, Centerton High School, some people call it, but Bentonville West is what it's really called. Uh, and uh, what a great game. Uh, Bentonville West had dominated Harbor on the boys' side. It's talking about the boys' game. 18-point lead going in the fourth quarter. You think, well, Harbor's going down tonight. It's you know They're going to be going to be a jumbled mess at the top of the, the 6A West. And all of a sudden, you know, Harbor kind of flipped that switch. And it's funny, Tommy Deffenbaugh, my boy, my guy, TD, he told the starters, he said, I told the starters about five minutes left, listen, if you don't get this score down to single digits here like in the next three minutes, you're coming out. You're all done. You're going to watch the rest of the game. He said, I don't know if that motivated them or ticked them off. But whatever it did, it worked. I said, well, maybe you tell them that in the first quarter. Exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you don't score 15 in the first three minutes, you're coming out. Anyway, good motivation there. But Harbor came back and won that one 61-58 to maintain its spot atop uh, the boys' standings. They are 4-0 and going into Friday night's games. On the girls' side, Paul, you were over at Fayetteville for, that, for the Bentonville-Fayetteville game. We've been anticipating that game for a while. And it uh, it was a good game. It was a great game. It was a great game. It just kind of a strange game. I mean, from the standpoint of half one to half two, it kind of you know things kind of flipped. Uh, Fayetteville uh, really good first half, up eight at halftime. Uh, you know, had good balanced scoring. Uh, Bentonville on Bentonville side, uh, uh, Miriam Dowda seventeen in the first half, and she kind of kept them in it when her guard their guards weren't really making making shots. Uh, we go to the third quarter. Bentonville outscores them seventeen two. That that kind of would be the difference in the game. You get outscored by fifteen in a quarter. Usually, you're you're probably not going to win that. That's that's tough. Now they Fayetteville didn't go away. I mean, they had it one possession with uh, with one forty eight one fifty eight to go in the game. It's a three point game, but uh, you know they miss. Uh, Bentonville hits four free throw three of four free throws in the last thirty or seconds or so, and and holds on. So on the boys' side, Harbor's at four and zero. You got Fayetteville and Rogers both at three and one. So about like what we thought it would be. It's going to be you know a close one all the way down the wire on the girls' side. Bentonville they had a makeup game on Tuesday night. This was you know this week was supposed to be the the built-in weather day, um, and Bentonville used theirs as a weather day. So the game that got stormed out, rained out, lightninged out, whatever you want to call it, um, with Van Buren that one was played on Tuesday night. Bentonville won it. So Bentonville girls. 4-0, Fayetteville, and Rogers and a Harbor all at 3-1. and one. So that girls' race is going to be really interesting as well. Hey, a matter of fact, while you're talking about that game, Paul, it's an excellent game. And I always try to tell some people, you know, get out and watch some of these kids on Tuesdays and Fridays night. You're talking about talent on that floor. Um, Sasha Goforth is going to be playing at Oregon State. Uh, Karai Beck at Memphis. They're D1 people. And Dowda 
She's only a junior. She's going to be going to one of the top country uh, uh, girls program, women's program in the country. Well, she is so, the number one rated number one player rated. in the 2021 class, according to ESPN. Yes. So you would sit around and you want to watch the pro game, the college game, but it starts somewhere and it starts here at the prep level and you have an opportunity to drive 20 miles or 10 miles and pay $5 and watch these kids. Well, just think about this, Rick, and I'm not a math major. No, in, in, any, in any of my teachers would tell you that. Uh, but it was, what, six years ago, five, six years ago, Dre Greenlaw was playing for Fayetteville High School. Now Absolutely. he's playing in the Super Bowl next week. So yeah. you can get from there to here, and that's what you can see at the high school level. So, you know, I know I know. You know, people – you're right, people do get caught up in, in the college game and whatever, but if you want to see basketball at its purest, um, you know, go down and watch some of these high school games. So that's what's going on in the 6A West. Now, coming up in the next segment, we're going to have – Fort Smith Northside girls basketball coach Ricky Smith, the dean of girls high school basketball in this state. But Henry, you were able to make a little road trip on Tuesday down there to see Conway at Northside. We thought it was going to be a great game. For about one quarter it was. I would say it was a, a close game for about two and a quarters. Okay. Two and a half of those four quarters because it was a 35-33 game at halftime. Okay. Uh, Northside that, was... That's when Northside looked at his watch and said... Time to go. It's time to go. Isn't time it? to go. I it's think time. we've, we've played around long enough. Yeah. So it, it was 35-33, and then uh, Northside started taking over in the third quarter. And uh, how do you go and stop the Lady Bears? Well, you, you can't. Can... <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless they're just not shooting well that night, you can't. Now, you know, they have lost a game you know, this year. I mean, Greenwood you know, beat them, but I don't think Brashear's played that night, right? Or Yeah, Brashear be didn't and... play, and then they got them good the next time they yeah, played. Yeah, so – yeah, I mean, if Northside's having an off night, for example, you know, like last year in the state championship game, you know, they, they struggled from the field. That's going to be the only way. Exactly, because uh, if I'm an opposing coach, I'm looking at that little roster. How do you – let me pick my poison, okay? Obviously, Jersey Wolfenbarger, four junior, outside shooter. Okay, let's concentrate on stopping her. Well, there's Tracy Bershears that can sit there. Uh, it's unheard of. She's six foot. And sitting out there, she was handling the ball like a point guard and shooting three-pointers the other oh, night. Oh, and by the way. Yeah. Okay. So let's try to stop her. Well, then there's Hatiana Relaford slashing down the baseline, hitting shots. And then... As Jess, if Northside weren't already good enough. Yeah. Then she goes back home to where she's from, from Fort Smith, had been at Fayetteville, goes back home. And that just took Northside from already being a really good team to a wow team. Yes, and then oh, by the way, there's Jaslyn Coleman as well. There's that cl- cleaning oh, up wow. the inside. There's that yeah. too. They're loaded. It's you know, it's typical North Side, and we'll have Ricky on the, in the next segment uh, at two fifteen, and at two thirty today, we're going to have David Farrell, longtime coach in this area, coached at Westport for seventy nine years, I think. Um, <laughs> also coached at U uh, U of O down at Clarksville. He came back. He's at the new school. They earned a big win um, on Tuesday night. They uh, are Paul. What well, the twenty three and run 20, 21 and one. Twenty one and one. Um, so this is really a second year for the program uh, to play at the varsity level, and already twenty one and one. And, and a now, now new schools in Fayetteville. I mean, for a lot of people, don't realize well, what new, it is. I was thinking about this the other day, and Henry will will know this. And Paul, new schools kind of like the Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? So you say David Farrell. Where do you coach the new school? Yeah, where? The new school. Okay, I know that, but what school? It's the new school. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. What new school? I mean, how new many school. new schools have actually yeah. popped up here? So in York? Hey, let me ask you this. When they bring come back for the 50-year reunion of the new school, will it be still called the new school? I'm, even old, though it's old? I'm old, but went to the new school. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's in Fayetteville, right? It's in Fayetteville. Right. So we will have him on, and he will, you know, anybody who knows David knows he could carry the rest of the show for us. We can, we'll just kind of open the mic up and let him, let him take it over. Um, and he'll talk about his program. That's fine. I need nap. Yeah, we got some good ones coming up. So that we're up against uh, our first break, and uh, we're going to co- go pay a few bills. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Ricky Smith, the Fort Smith Northside Girls basketball coach. We'll be right back. It's the shop. We're rolling into the second segment. We are now joined by Fort Smith Northside girls basketball coach Ricky Smith. Coach, how's it going down there today? Hey, it's great. It's great. Great. It's, it's always great. Always great to be a lady bear, isn't it, coach? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. So you guys are coming off of a big, big home win on Tuesday. Um, coach, things seem to be uh, working out really well for you right now. You guys are on a roll. Playing a little better. You know, we still got a long ways to go, but I do like the direction of our team. I uh, feel very blessed to have the talent that we do. Uh, very balanced basketball club, and obviously, when you got a leader like Jersey Wolfenbarger and Tracy Bashirs, you know it makes it a lot easier for the coaching staff. Not only that, Ricky, um, I'll bring this up. Uh, when I watched you the first time when you played Bentonville, uh, Hatiana Relaford was coming off the bench, but Tuesday night she was a starter against Conway. What does she bring to the table that? now you didn't have in previous games well she's an athlete i mean she's a big physical kid and she's very very quick probably one of the quickest first steps i've, I've ever coached uh just attacks the basket attacks the rim uh slasher just a very very physical hard-nosed player it gives us another player that in girls basketball you can either spot up and shoot it really well or you can attack the basket really well and for us her attacking mentality opens up some other things for my shooters and so we didn't have that we you know we lacked that and then you you had her defensive presence and her physical size and strength and you know every game uh, that she's played she's been in double figures rebounding and so uh that's a key asset for us and we're, we're very proud that she's uh, stepping up and playing so well yeah and it it seems like it, it should be almost illegal to have a person like tracy brashears who's six foot and normally you think okay she's a post player and Tuesday night, you had her bringing the ball down the court a lot of the time. We did. You know, Conway runs a one-three-one half-court trap, and uh, they, you know we felt like, and you know, they play similar to what Greenwood does, and they try to take the basketball out of your hands at the top of the key and start to half court, and, and so we moved Jersey along the baseline to try to get her some more looks, and you know she wouldn't be trapped, and and I knew they would try to double-team Jersey eventually along the baseline, and when they did, we skip past it to Tracy, and she stepped up and hit some big shots for us, but. You know, when you can spread the teams out with the shooters that we have and then you have two, three athletes that can attack the basket, it, it makes for a pretty good combination. Ricky, I was talking, you mentioned Tracy. Now, she had missed a couple of games earlier in the season with an injury. Is she fully healthy now? She did. She had a she had a severe lower back injury and uh, was out for a couple of games and, uh, you know, just uh, slowly worked herself back in. And, and a great player. Handles the ball really, really well. I mean, if you look at her, you think, well, that kid's a post player, but we, we kind of play her at the 3-4 spot, and occasionally we let her bring it down. So she's a hard matchup uh, offensively 
for the opponent. Uh, you put a you put a small kid on her, which flatter to the blocks and post her up. You put a big kid when you step her out and shoot three. So, you know, she does sure does make it a lot easier for the coaches to try to try to execute some things. And this is uh, Rick Fires. Hello, Rick, man. Uh, good to talk to you again. I want to address the listening audience on there. We've been talking about all the great talent Northside has, which implies Ricky Smith just has to roll the ball out there. But that's not true. Ricky Smith is a great coach. And you told me that when I first met you 25 years ago. Isn't that right? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you, it's like PE class, Rick. Right in on Wednesday, Friday, we roll it out. Tuesday, Thursday, it's left hand. No, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep it that way. No, but seriously, uh, can you talk about, I mean, it just uh, year after year, you guys have really good teams, but it's not just a high school. Can you talk about the impact of the junior highs and how you was able to, you know, kind of get everybody going in the same way and, and what you guys do during the summer? It's, it's kind of funny you're saying that because we have a gentleman here today from the military academy in South Carolina that's coming to third practice. Wow. To visit with us about building a program. Uh, he's stationed at Fort Chaffee right now. But we, we've been very blessed to have a lot of great athletes come through. We, we, there's no, no doubt about that. College coaches are you know, consistently at our school. But we're also very lucky that we have great relationships with all the AAU coaches, all the local junior high coaches, girls clubs. You know, we have a really large youth camp every summer, over 100 kids in our camp in the summers. And so it's all about building relationships. You know, you try to build a relationship with kids at a young age and get them excited about basketball. And uh, I kind of, you know, I love going to the junior high games because I can be a cheerleader there. I just sit on the end of the bench and high-five them. You know, I don't have to worry about winning and losing. And so they get to see a side of me that, that, you know, I do have a personality and I do, you know, have a little bit of fun. Yep. Before they get on campus, and then they realize that I don't. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's all about building relationships, you know. And so we've been very blessed. There's a lot of good players in Northwest Arkansas, and not just in Fort Smith. And but you know, girls basketball is a you know really really high level in the state of Arkansas. And you know, you got to feel good about that. There's a lot of great high school coaches. You got Coach Neighbors at Arkansas has done an outstanding job. Coach Foley at ULR, and so it's just uh, it's a good time to be girl involved in girls basketball in the state. Ricky, talking about your assistant coaches, you know, Scott Thompson has been with you for how many years now? 23 years. We just went over that with uh, with the guy that's here today. Scott and I have been, uh, you know, we, we know each other really well. When I'm having a bad day, he comes to me up and vice versa. And uh, he's just as intense in the junior varsity games as I am in varsity. And boy, it really makes it a smooth transition. And, uh, you know, just someone to have a tremendous amount of respect that with and for, and, you know, in the heat of the battle, when you're, you know, you sometimes second guess yourself and you turn around and look at your assistant coaches and they say yay or nay. And, you know, you just, that, that's, that's something that I don't take for granted because coaching is a hard profession and you have to have total loyalty and total trust in your staff. And I feel like we, we really have one of the best staffs, if not the best staff in the state of Arkansas. Well, and then you look over there on the other side of Scott and you got Merrill Mankin sitting over there. When he's not fishing, he's he's helping you a lot over there, too. Yes, sir. He's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think we, we added up the state championships from our coaching staff. Merrill has two, three now since he's been with us. Uh, Scott has seven with me. I've got seven. And Brenda Grant's my sophomore coach. She played at Howell, Oklahoma. And so she's got a couple. So that, that equates out to you know, almost 20 state championships between the coaches over there. So that, that kind of just gives you a little more confidence. And it gives our kids a little more confidence. And uh, we all kind of have the same uh, mentality. You know, we all want to do the right thing, and we all want to try to push the kids to maybe a little bit like the old school kind of way. 
and uh, you know we get after them pretty hard, and, and our kids accept that challenge. So it's just very lucky. It's kind of been at the right place at the right time. Ricky, you guys, I'm sure are excited. Have they started you know the groundwork and everything on your new arena? Yes, sir. They have. They've uh, purchased a lot of the uh, lots around our our district or around our school, and and they've taken down some homes and they've converted them to parking lots. And so as soon as we get the the student body's cars moved to the new parking lots, we're going to start on the construction of the new arena. And yes, I am beyond excited to to be able to play in a new arena. But one thing even more so than that that I'm excited about and I think will impact our program even greater is that we're going to get our, our freshmen on campus and I'll get to work with them uh, every morning. We'll have freshman athletics first period. So we'll have all ninth graders on campus. And I really feel like that gives us a year head start, you know, as, as per se, than where we have been. Uh, usually we don't get them to the 10th grade, but we'll get the ninth graders on campus. We'll get to have practice first period before school. And, and it's kind of kind of a new breath of fresh air for me, you know. Been here a long time, and you kind of kind of do the same thing for, for a lot of years. This is a chance to really get to work with some young kids, try to get them advanced a little bit quicker, and then we got a new arena on top of that. So really looking forward to the future. Really, really am. Coach, you mentioned that uh, you know this this is going to help your program. That just sent chills up and down the spines of a whole lot of coaches uh, across the region. But uh, we'll, well, I, I am excited about it. I can I can tell you we we worked really hard to try to always stay involved in our junior highs, but we've not always had the same philosophy or work ethic that I think we that they need. And so now I think we're going to get instilled a little bit quicker. Well, Ricky, as always, enjoy talking to you, and, and uh, you know you you guys do such a great job. Thanks for being on with us, and we'll be catching back up uh, with you probably around state tournament time. Yes, sir. Can't wait. We've been talking with Ricky Smith, the girls' basketball coach at Fort Smith Northside. We're up against a break again. We're going to go pay a few bills, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to The Shop, part of The Daily Shuffle. The Shop on the Daily Shuffle. Now back to The Shop with Chip Souza. What better music than to bring David Farrell in than fame? I mean, fame. Could you have anything better than that? Perfect. Is that right, Coach Farrell? Fame? I mean, we're bringing you into the best music. We got your music, Coach. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. You may have the wrong one. <laughs> so we were talking with David Farrell, the uh, boys basketball coach at New School. Coach, we were comparing New School to the Abbott and Costello, who's on first, by saying, Coach, uh, coach Farrell, what school are you at? New School. Okay, we know what school. What school is it? Yeah. The New School. <laughs> hey, I, I wish I had a quarter for every time I've uh, answered that question. You know, where are you at now? The New School. Which one? <laughs> the yeah, that, the yeah. new school. The new school. Well, t- tell me where you located at. Tell us a little bit about the school. How long has it been in existence? Okay, our our school is actually over uh, going on fifty years old. Uh, it's but it's been primarily a uh, K through eight. Actually, right. it, we start at one year. Uh, we have a, a one year old program till they start school, and then obviously we've had a real strong, solid. K through eight for uh, 50 years, and just two or three years ago, they decided to have a high school, and instead of doing it all at once, you know, just added a grade a year, and it just so happened that about the time they decided to do that was the time I had uh, 
you know, retired out of uh, University of Ozarks, and uh, you know, one thing led to another, and and that's what that's how I ended up there. So we should change the name of it to the new school where David Farrell coaches at, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coach, you said that they're one-year-olds at your school. What, what do you give them a basketball when they enroll? Or is you, you, I mean, we, you talk about do, building we, your program. Yeah. Wow. We we give them a Nerf goal and a Nerf ball. Yes. Graduated on <laughs> Absolutely, man. You talking about building the program? That's how you do it, it, right there. Wow. Exactly. Well, Coach exactly. David, it has not taken you long to get you know to get new school uh, you know competitive and not just competitive. You guys have, have this is your you know second straight year to win twenty plus games. So, but what was it like when you first walked in over there and you're like, what have I inherited here? <laughs> I might have said that to myself actually a time or two. Uh, my first year, you know, my first year there was. Uh, you know, I had been at West Fork for, uh, you know, about 25 years. I coached in college for four years. And when I took this over my first year, we didn't actually have a team. We right. had what we called the JV just so we could kind of play. And they had, they had added nine to ten. And then, like, last year we added 10th grade to 11th grade. And this is our first year. Like, next year will be our first, uh, you know, this spring will be our first senior class actually graduates. Now, you know, we're really small right now in our upper grades. Um, but man, that first year, you know, we were playing nothing but JV and I was like, man, (laughs) what have I done? But it's, uh, it's been really good. I mean, the people at new school, you know, they really want athletics and, um, we've really been supported by the school, you know, never having it before, you know, just trying to educate ourselves sometimes on what it is, you know, and what, what we're doing and we're playing in a league and like last year playing in the district and regional in the state, you know, just the first time we've ever done that was just kind of cool you know um first time in school history we won 20 games first time in school history went to the state tournament just a just a lot of neat things uh at the new school now david you know you're one of the new programs in northwest arkansas there are a handful of them now you got the uh, the catholic school that uh over there in ozark town catholic. ozark catholic they're a first or second year maybe first year varsity second year something like that um you got that going on you got Haas hall academy over at rogers which is uh in its first year of having a program bentonville haas hall um is starting to put a program together um and then you got you got you guys there's one in fort smith the uh, i think it's called future school of fort smith i think uh-huh. um and mm-hmm. so there so that's kind of an interesting thing is that all the, the you know these new programs that are coming in and uh you know kind of getting their feet wet and kind of watching them grow you know at, at the same time yeah, those schools you named, uh, along with the Thaden School, that's which correct. Is right in the yes. middle of Bentonville, they're yes. all coming into our league next year. They're actually all those that you named are joining uh, the Arkansas Activities Association, like we have, and uh, we'll be in the league with them. And, and I'm I'm really thankful that they are because our travel right now yes. is unbelievable. You know, we go to Mount Judy and Jasper and Deer, and we 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 travel travel next year. Uh, those schools you named. Uh, they've put them in our league, so our travel will be cut in half. And uh, but yes, I'm familiar with all those, and there's good people at all those schools. And uh, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be kind of like a Northwest Arkansas uh, Class A. And and David, too, these are not private schools. Now Thaden is a private school, but your school is a, is a charter school. Is that correct? No, it's a private. Oh, you're a private. Uh, okay. A, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it's an independent private. Uh, there's no uh, church affiliation or, or anything like gotcha. that. With gotcha, gotcha, uh, okay. Pretty okay. unique for Arkansas. It's an independent private school. Uh, Ozark Catholic Academy is a private school, and then Thaden's a private, and then uh, 
uh, hospital, both hospitals. Magnets. Are, uh, yeah, yeah. Charter and schools, our yeah. charters, and so is the. I think the school in Fort Smith also a charter school. Yes, I yes, believe. they are a charter school. Okay, yeah, future school. What's Lifeway? Is Lifeway in Vanderbilt? Uh, uh, in Centerton, and they're and they're a private uh, church okay. affiliated school. So yes, that's, that's, they are a, they are a private Christian school. They're actually coming into AAA as well, and that's they're going they're with their enrollment. They're going they're going to bump from one A they're to two A right off the bat. Yeah, they've got a little bit larger enrollment uh, over there. So, right. now, David, something that a lot of people that might not know you don't know, that you are an avid runner. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, so t- t- how did kind of how did you get involved in that and kind of talk about your running streak, so to speak? Well, I, you know, I, I run every day, but it's not, uh, you know, it's just something I do. I love the, I, I just kind of weird about it. I love the break of the day, and I, I kind of like, you know, I like a, a run and a shower, and then my rest of my day always feels better. But the way it started, uh, one of my best friends is Tim Helder, Washington, uh, Washington right. County Sheriff. Sheriff, right? And uh, it was uh, when '99 turned 2000, and we always play cards. There's three or four families that play cards on New Year's Eve, and for years they had made New Year's resolutions. And every year I would smoke them because they would never <laughs> keep them. Yeah, uh, they would make a resolution and never keep a resolution, and. Uh, uh, when 99 turned 2000, uh, Sheriff Heller was just like, man, coach, why don't you make a resolution? I said, now, if I made one, I'd keep one. <laughs> and, he, he, and I was just giving him a hard time. And him and I uh, were running two or three times a week together. He said, I'll make one for you. He said, I'll make your resolution for you. He said, you can't run every day this year. And so it was really more of a bet and than anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I, the year 2000, and when the January 1, 2000, I started the streak, and, you know, just thankful and appreciative that I haven't been sick or hurt or injured or anything, and I've run every day since. I drove most of my family crazy doing it, and, <laughs> but, yeah, I've just got the streak. It's kind of just part of my daily routine now. Are, David, are some of your days on treadmill, or are you, are you outside every day, or? or um... Well, the, the first year... Now the first year I did run every single day outside, but it was before it was before Planet Fitness. It was before uh, gotcha. I have gotcha. a treadmill in my in my uh, garage. Like this morning, I ran on a, a treadmill in the garage just because of the weather. But first year it was 365 days outside because I didn't have access to anything. But now a uh, little bit spoiled, probably. You know, we go to we go to Planet Fitness, and I've got a treadmill in my. Uh, garage and so it's a little easier now to keep it going uh but just uh you know thankful to be healthy and uh uninjured for 20 straight years are you able to kind of use that as kind of a motivation with your players it's like listen if an old guy and i'm, I'm saying this because I, yeah. I, I can say this because i'm an old guy so i can tell david yeah so do you say hey i'm an old guy and i get out there and i do this every day you should be able to do this you know, or oh, whatever, I, whatever you I have. I use it over their heads a little bit. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, my gosh, come run with me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give them a hard time, but, hey, I'm 55 years old. Come come run three or four miles with me. I, I do that a little bit, but it's just all in fun. So, uh, it's it's kind of a deal. I don't really make a big deal out of it uh, other than I, I just like to do it. It's just something I like to do in the course of a day. Well, that is fantastic. Well, Coach, we got about 30 seconds. Kind of give me a brief, real quick rundown of your team. Okay, I mean, we're off to a good start. Uh, Tuesday night was a huge win for us. Uh, we, we've completed the halfway mark of our league undefeated. Um, you know, it's our first senior class. Uh, you know, real you, you guys are real familiar with Chase Ammons and, and Jan Sterner and Tyson Barber. And we've got um, a kid from Switzerland this year uh, who's really done a 
a good job for us, Philip Obradovic, and those four seniors will you lose all of them. But our team as a whole, we're playing well. Kids love to play. I mean, we've got one great one in Chase Ammons. He's getting recruited by several colleges, and uh, he'll, he'll play college basketball. It's just been neat for me. It's the first time these kids have ever done this. You know, it's just pretty cool to see it. Well, get out there. If people listen, get out there to the new school. Yes, it is called the new school. Get out there and and catch some of that action. Coach, thanks for being on with us, and uh, we'll be catching up with you later for sure. Okay, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. That was David Farrell, the coach at New School, also the athletic director at New School. So uh, got it going on over there. We're up against the break again, but we'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to The Shop. The shop on the Daily Shuffle. We're all holding four fingers up. It's winning time. It's winning time. It's fourth quarter time. This is a time when you either get it done or you get you settle the bench. As Tommy D said last week, boys, if we don't have it down to single digits by five minutes, you're done. You're setting down. And they got it done. So we're going to talk about some good performances. But before we do, Henry's got some news that just broke a couple breaking of minutes news. ago. Yeah, breaking news. Do we need that telephone? We need a lead in at least. Yeah, uh, Fayetteville's Sasha Goforth has been selected to play in the 2020 McDonald's All-American Girls Game. I'm going to give her. That's awesome. That is fantastic. That will be played Wednesday, April the 1st in Houston's Toyota Center, and the game will be televised live on ESPN2. There you go. There you go. So congratulations. And she's the only player from Arkansas that's been invited that, right? Correct. Oh, good for her, man. Good for what her. a player. That is fantastic for her. Congratulations to Sasha Goforth on that. But we had some other big-time performances here in the last week or so. Uh, I'm going to mention this first one. Down at Tiny Little Magazine, I, you know, unless you're a sports writer, you might not even know where that is, um, but it's between the metropolis of Boonville and I think maybe uh, Midland. I don't know. So it's, it's way down there in the River Valley. Um, as you're going to... Henry, maybe the hot springs. Maybe you might go through magazine no, no. here. That's like no. Highway 22. 22, that's uh, right. You only know you're going there if you're wanting to go there. you got to be going to magazine to get the magazine. Exactly. Don't well, they have a ma- uh, mountain there? Yes. Mount magazine? I think they do. Well, there we go. But I don't think it's even in magazine. I, I think don't think it is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, sophomore Kylie Robinson dropped 43 points on a Hector Tuesday night. When I say dropped them, she dropped 7 out of 12 three-pointers on them, wow. 43. Now, she had 30 the night before. So, again, not a math major, but that's not plus not three and four carry the one. That's a bunch. That's a bunch, yes. So, I uh, wonder if that's a record for their school down there. It is a record. She And you, you notice what you I didn't say. I didn't that's say right. it. That's right. I don't want to be whipped here on this I, table. I, I had to go Kansas on you if you do that. Yep, See, that's yep. going to be a new thing now. If you're going to whip somebody, you're going to go Kansas on them. Okay. See? So, uh, but anyway, uh, she did break the school record that was held by a player you might have heard of in the past, Hope Raggio. You remember that name from the early 2000s. She was a great player down at Magazine. She held the record of 37. Well, now Kylie Robinson has it, and that's 43. So, congratulations to her. How many points did they have that night when she scored 43? I think 60. She had 43 of the 64. Okay. So, again, not a math major, but that's about 80%, right? I tell you what, if I'd scored two points, I'd say I'd help contribute to that. I was Rick. I was a twenty twenty player. We were up by twenty or down by twenty. I finally got to go in the game, and let me tell you, if I got my hands on the ball, it's going up. It's going up. 
Uh, Nobody had to. Uh, you didn't need an invitation. Did right? not need an invitation. No. So that had you know. Congratulations to her, uh, Henry, over at uh, Charleston uh, Tuesday night. The Tigers got a big game-winning shot by a freshman, Braden Scott. He dropped in a three-pointer at the buzzer as Charleston beat Elkins, handed Elkins its second straight loss in the 3A1 West. Yeah, and because of that, Charleston now is in first place in the 3A West by itself, and they did that in 3.5 seconds. They had to go the length of the court in 3.5, and he shot the ball from the top of the key. So he caught the pass right around the three-point line on the other side, dribbled down and shot, and nothing but net. So not quite Christian Leitner, but close to that. You know, Christian Leitner is one of the big arguments I have. Everybody tries to say he has got the biggest shot in the NCAA tournament. I said, no, 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 no. U.S. Reed has one of the biggest shots ever in the NCAA tournament. What Christian Leitner made, a makeable shot. A 49-footer on the right side is not a makeable shot. Henry, I'm saying the next time somebody says that, you need need to go Kansas on them. There you go. (laughs) Just go Kansas. No, I think all of us, you know, the scene on airplane when the woman yells and everybody just lines up to start smacking her. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right, so big win for Charleston. Paul, you did a, you had a note tomorrow on this, on the Ozark boys. I think they've what, won five, four or five in a row? Won, won eight of nine. Eight and, out of nine. Uh, and they've gotten uh, gotten going here. They're tied for first place in the 4A4 conference, and they will play Moralton, uh, Battle of the Co-Leaders, on Friday Does night. Jacoby Criswell, who, by the way, won the Landers Award Tuesday night uh, for the state's top football player, is he on the basketball team, I wonder, uh, yeah, or is he yeah, already, I don't is he already so. enrolled? Is he early enrolled in North yeah, Carolina? I yes. do believe he's already yes. gone. Okay, yes. okay. So, but, but Moralton, always good, and uh, so Ozark, congratulations to them, and they kind of got it rolling. This is when you want to get it going. If you're in the in the class 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A, You've got about three weeks of regular season left before you get to district tournament and regional and state. This is when you want to start flipping that switch and got, getting it going. You got to get get to playing well. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, also in three A, Valley Springs they hosted or had a big game. Henry, did they host? No, it was at Bergman. No, it was at Valley Springs. At Valley, at Valley, big game Tuesday night against Bergman. Valley Springs proved how good they are Tuesday night. They put a beat down on Bergman. 85-54. Wow. So, had four players in double figures, uh, led by Isaac Raglan with 21. And I spoke with Blake Haney, the minerals, or the Valley Springs coach. Too many springs in the state. <laughs> but uh, Valley Springs. And he was telling me that he said that he, the key here, he gave uh, his players an extended break around the holidays. He said, I believe, seriously, you've got to have fresh legs in the second half because if you're going to win you got to put it in the hole and if you've got tired legs you're not going to put it in the hole that exactly exactly and that's what he has done now um we didn't get a chance to talk about this much last week because they were still voting and approving on this but uh the state and regional tournaments were approved last week by the triple a so i'm going to start right there henry where you left off the class 3a regional now if you want to see good basketball at the lower level gas up your car and you're going to need a lot of gas (laughs) Go down to Waldron and catch this 3A Region 1 tournament, especially on the boys. Now, the girls will be good, too, but the boys' side, you're going to have from the 3A1 East, you're going to have Valley Springs, Bergman, Clinton, and we don't know who the four will be, but it'll be a good team. They will be going up against the 3A1 West. You're going to have a very good Elkins team. Now, they've lost a couple of games, but they are very good. Charleston. Waldron with Peyton Brown, who could throw 40 on just about anybody on a given night. And then 
Probably it could be Cedarville, Mansfield. We don't know who the four is going to be. Could Greenland be. could Greenland, be in that mix. Greenland will be in that mix. So you talk about really, really good basketball. That's going to be down at Walden. It is a drive down there. It'd be worth it. It'd be worth it. So in the 3A, Waldron got the regional, Charleston got the state, but Henry, go ahead and give us a recap from 6A all the way down. Okay, I'll start with the state tournaments first. 6A goes to Bryant, who just opened a brand new facility earlier this month. Your 5A state tournament will be at Russellville, who's just had a, I don't know, that new facility is maybe two years old. Class 4A will be right in our backyard in Farmington. In Brad Blue Arena. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 3A, of course, we mentioned Charleston. 2A will be at Quitman. 1A will be at Lake Hamilton, a 5A school, but Kirby will be the host of the 1A state tournament. Now, what's different in basketball is that lower classifications have a regional before they go to state. Henry, who got the regionals? That would affect Northwest Arkansas schools. Okay. Your 4A North region, which is your 4A1, 4A4 conference, that one will be held at Berryville. And I love to go to Berryville yep. to cover games. They treat Berryville treats you right over there. They give you your own spot. It's I love to go over there, so that's good for us. We've already mentioned the 3A1. It will be at Waldron. Now, there is some outlying schools in our coverage area, the Lamar, Boonville. They're in a different conference. They will go to the 3A2 region, which that's in Jesseville. Okay. So... 2A1 will be in Eureka Springs. Yes, sir. New, new new high school over there and a new gym. I said 2A1. That may be called the 2A West Regional. I think it My, is a 2A, yes. So, and then in Class 1A, your regional, and all of a sudden, my mind has gone blank. on It's out. out Chester. Alpena. Chester. <laughs> okay. Well, I get that. I'm yeah. trying to help. It's Alpena. I'm about to go Kansas. <laughs> Alpena. So they got the 1A regional. Yeah. Good deal. And then the outlying, like Omaha and that area, they're in the 1A region too, and that one goes east to Hillcrest. Well, you got to hook, hook up a wagon train, a covered wagon, get the oxen ready, and then and that's how you get there. Where's Hillcrest? It's, it's east. All I know is in the northeast, but, you know, the, the good thing, of course, state tournaments, regional tournaments, Conference tournaments, what do they all usually have? Hospitality rooms. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. When the coaches' wives get there and make that homemade deer chili. We're all about all that. Right, yep. We're all about that. And nobody does it better than West Fork when they have the fried pies from whatever the fried pie place is in West Fork. Yep. If they don't have those fried pies in heaven, I don't want to go. <laughs> I'm telling you. So that wraps up today's edition. I'll be out next week, but Henry will be sitting in what we call the daddy chair. He'll be here holding it down. Yep. Boys, I'm going to be on a cruise. I'm not going to be thinking about you. Don't take it personal. Don't yeah, take it personal. Going off in the Caribbean, so give my regards to Jack Sparrow, I please. I that. We've got Ruskin and Zach coming in for us next. Thanks for being with us on the shop, and we'll catch you on the rebound.